This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me You not gonna do nothing, you are not above me I bet you wish you was me, I know that I know That's uh, not what you wanted. What's up, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. I had one job. Yay! I had one job. Well, th I, that's gonna set the tone. <laughs> All right. I gotta tell you, that is that is gonna set the tone for today's episode. Listen, we needed some uh, <laughs> comedic relief on a sad, sad day like you, this. You know, I have to tell you, uh, I don't think of myself <laughs> as somebody who's like a control freak by any stretch of the imagination. But I had some hesitancy giving up the reins today mm -hmm, for, for running the show. And Nikki's like, I got it. <laughs> okay, I okay, got okay. it. Okay, listen, I blame you because... Um, Come on, yeah. man. Uh, yeah, you did that, actually. You did that. <laughs> Hey, everybody subscribe and like, uh, you oh, see the cool graphics. Mm -hmm. Follow anyway, Nikki while you're at so, it. So like they had a crazy conversation like right before we went in and I was like, oh no, my brain, <laughs> I had everything sorted and now it's not sorted. So, no, yeah. you know, nothing, nothing was sorted. It, it really is like your fault. So oh, you're with thirds again. You're over on my side. Do we need to hold hands? Is that what, is that what I think so? This is a kumbaya moment. <laughs> All right. Oh, God. That's, 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 that's that mess. makes sense right there. I had that, so this thing fell like the Steelers season. I had so fell. There sounds like there's a lot of water in that. I just filled it up. Oh, okay. I had a lot of hope for this. Uh, I also had a lot of hope for Landon. So who, much hopium, now we need copium. Who yeah. just texted me and said he woke from a nap as oh. if we give a shit. Like right yeah. now? Okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, you know, cool. it's it's not it's not nap time, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Okay, no. like, you know, let's let's call a spade a spade. Uh, the Steelers are done. They're cooked. It's <laughs> over. I'm dead inside. I've been dead inside. Uh, this solidifies it. I had a lot of hopium. There was a little part of me, especially watching today's game. Like, no, like, look, it, was he sufficient? Yes, Mason Rudolph. He's a fine, fine young man. He'll be uh, a he'll be plenty good in the backup role for someone, if not us, moving forward. Watching him throw the deep ball to Pickens that uh, went incomplete in the end zone, where it looked like he was an iron mic that like started here and went <laughs> I was just kind of done and I was like man if this guy fucking takes us to the Super Bowl and he becomes our QB1 moving forward I don't know that I can really live through those years I mean my Tommy Maddox days are done yeah I can't really have a reinvention of that so there Tommy is a Gunn. part of me Tommy Gunn there's a part of me that sees the silver lining that like you know clearly Kenny's still our best option that's not a debate any longer i, mean, I don't think probably not but still i don't know how great of an option it is listen we'll find out we'll find out we'll find you know out what we, we have ten, a whole nother year of misery to go through oof. before we find out so we it's like 10 fucking games with half of our roster on the, ir the problem is this was the year we were supposed to find out if kenny was the guy nah, or not no nah, yes that, that was yes. out the window the second matt canada came back 
legitimately the second Tomlin didn't fire him in the offseason, it was like, okay, well, we're in for it. Yeah, I don't know. If it makes you feel better, you guys did better than I thought you were going to. That does not make us feel better. Does it make you feel better? Go Pack Go, though. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go. All the teams I wanted to lose lost, at least. Fuck the Browns. Yeah. They got blown out. Fuck the Cowboys. Yeah. They can't win. RIP, fellow Yinzer, Mike McCarthy, your job is. And fellow Packers coach. Yeah, beat the fucking Steelers. God, have some have some Yinzer pride, man. Tank that game, you know? Mm-hmm. But hey, it's just another day bleeding the black and gold. We're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. fine. Pittsburgh is a great city. It's a we great guess place what, to Burke? live. It's baseball season! Let's go, Bucks! <laughs> catches and pitches don't even report for another what? month. What? Oh, I'm, I'm in it, man. This is it. This is oh, our year. No, Talk about hopium. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it's not. That ship has sailed. The Penguins are old. The Steelers are young. And the Pirates are shit. I mean the I mean the Penguins might be worse than the Pirates right now. Mm, they'll they'll flirt with the playoffs, but yeah. so will the Pirates. Yeah, I guess. exactly. Uh, we have a great show for you guys today. We are going to talk a little bit of poker. We have uh, a weird in the muck segment. Did you want to feel think. the burn yet, though? What burn exactly? This burn. The best place to live. I tried to cue I don't it. Care I didn't know. If you're gonna do some <laughs> cleanup, hey, it is what it is. But we're still number one out here. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, well, we still are number one out here. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, go ahead. What are we talking about? I, I'm not sure why exactly. I was so ready to to go too. Like I was. Uh, so ready. I said it was another day bleeding the black and gold. <laughs> In one ear, out the other. This, this is you gotta go a, play the clip. This is gonna be okay. a rocky <laughs> one today, yeah. team. You play the clip, uh, and I play it. <laughs> that's you know yeah. I mean, guap for what's you know, Guapa never gets your cues either. So no, yeah, maybe you can eat better cues. I will say I know I'm sensing a pattern here this show much like the Steelers bill game is living exactly up to my expectation Mm -hmm. and uh proving why hopium is not a thing listen man we're we're running on e over here you know I I'm so mad I thought you were going to say tired. No, no, no. I'm so tired no I took a nap during halftime oh lucky Uh, you I'm so upset that they didn't play this fucking game when they were supposed to I know Bro, there was what were these conditions? There were no conditions. Where was the winter wonderland? Well, last night I guess it's the fuck night, last but they night. They weren't even supposed to play last night. Yeah, or the night before, whatever Sunday night. Whatever. whatever. What, I don't even know what day it is. Bro, yeah, there was three feet of snow in the stands. Not a not a flurry on the fucking field. Well, they, they had a whole bunch of people in there removing I don't it. Care what happened to the good? What happened to the tuck rule days? Man, I'm I'm not arguing with you. I'm on your side. Do here. you remember? Yes. The Patriots? Yes. Wheeling out, out the snow. Yeah. To, Wiping to, off right, the ground. Right. Trying to kick a 12-yard field goal <laughs> for the win? Yeah. You know what Najee would have done in six feet of snow? Yeah. You know what it would have done for my 11-point spread? Uh, you would have at least covered. You were covering very up, all the way up to the end, and then it kind of just went south in his last God uh, damn it! <laughs> What is a playoff win? It's been so long. <sighs> it's been so long since they've had one. They're, they're, I don't want. They feel like the Cowboys right now. They get to the playoffs and then they lose. No, they don't. Yeah, they they don't. don't feel like the Cowboys because they win eight or nine games every year. That's the true. Cowboys won 20, 12 and five the last two years. Yeah, three and then, years. And then whatever. they lose. Then they lose. Yeah. When we go twelve and five, we at least make the AFC Championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until next year, team. Sports ball's over. Now we have to talk about the real shit. Hmm. Poker is alive and well. Our friends are all doing great. Much better than myself as a Steeler fan. Brian is a Steeler fan. 
Nikki's Packers won. Go, right, let's go, Pack, go, go, go. Dude, Pack, Jordan go. Love looks great. It just reminded me of like 2012, 2013, Aaron Rodgers days. Like I, if you would have told me like it was 2013 clip, I would have been like, you. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate you so Why? much. Why? Because like your hopium is still real. Yeah. And like, yeah, Jordan Love looks okay. He looks great. You just, I hate those guys. You just compared him to the targets. You just compared him to 2012 Aaron fucking Rodgers. Yeah. He looks good. He looks great. And okay, Aaron Rodgers. If I'm wrong, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP. Some of those plays were like Rodgers Cobb days. Like that was, it was just so clean, targeted, just so clean. Oh, right in the window. I've come to understand why everyone hates when we talk about the Steelers. Yeah. 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 See? Right. Imagine imagine like 20 minutes of that every day. The Delulu is is so high. Oh, man. This must be what it sounds like when I'm talking about picket the pickings when no one else on earth thinks that this is a real thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, Big shout out to some of our friends all doing work on the felt. Yesterday was a big Sunday. First and foremost, shout out to Lily. Nice, uh, Lily Newhouse, Lily. she came to a couple of the academies, won her second circuit ring yesterday. I believe, I can't quite see, I'm squinting, but I think it was like for 27000 Oh uh, Yeah, 27735 Okay, let's fucking let's go. Let's go. And I think That's it was nice. pretty the recent. Buy-in? The buy-in uh, 500? was 500 bucks. Yeah. yeah, nice. I think it was relatively recent that she won her first circuit. So this mm-hmm. is relatively close proximity to uh, shipping another bird. Everybody loves to see the winds piling up. Yeah. We want to give a little love here from the academy. Uh, another friend of the show, Casey Mills, Poker Mama. She won her second ring in as many events. Yeah, back to back. back. To back. You know how hard it is to win back to back tournaments, live tournaments. Yeah, back to back. Uh, you know, I Jeez. hear momentum. It's in twenty four hours. Yeah, I hear momentum's a thing. That's been win. It has to be, man. It has to be some sort of. It happens too often for it not to be a thing. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're so confident in all your like you just won a tournament. It's so hard to do, right? You, yeah. You're never going to be as confident as after you win a tournament. I wouldn't right? know. No, you wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. But I would know only online. But, you know. Those don't count. Those don't count. But imagine winning a live one, how confident you are. And then you go into the next one, and then things are just working. And you just believe in every play you make. You just exude confidence. And people, that puts fear in people. Sometimes I think that there's just an entity that's bored. <laughs> Big poker fan, you know this yeah. entity. You, you you talking about like who's running the sim or? No, I, I don't. We don't need to put labels on it. They nope. choose a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this entity is big poker fan. Mm-hmm. Gets to see everyone, thousands of people suffering day in and day out, <laughs> and then somewhere along the lines, they just say, "Today, I exude you from suffering." Mm. And like for Casey, it's just like she happened to get gifted a twenty-four hour window, and she's like, "You know what? There's yeah. two birds that run." Yeah. In this time frame, Just win them both. Oh, win them both. Nice. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Yeah. It's a nice. Uh, both I think ring she had, events, right? Both yeah. I think she events, had a 66k yeah. score of the first one, 22k score of the second. So just shy of 100k over two days. That'll get you out to North Carolina, Cherokee. <laughs> yeah. yeah <it> well, <laughs> the Choctaw. No, Choctaw is in Oklahoma. Was it? Oklahoma. Oh, it wasn't Choctaw. No, it was literally in North Carolina. Oh, I thought it Cherokee. Was. Cherokee's like a stop now. Yeah, it's no. like the fucking spot. It is. It's a, it's a big I, stop. Never been, never even heard of it until Will Jaffe started talking about it. And I thought he was mostly memeing. Oh Turns yeah. Rampage really tried to get me to go out there and he was right. He, maybe I should have. Yeah. Yeah. They're just handing out rings. Uh, somebody who did not get a ring, but 
did get the bridesmaids position. <laughs> One young Landon Tice. Mm-hmm. He couldn't make it to the show because he's sleepy. He's, he's sleepy. He's, he's very sleepy. Very tired it, from getting second. Yeah, it's exhausting getting second. Yeah, I guess he got scammed. Is he like, you know, since he's not here to sit, tell well, you that he, he got scammed. scammed? He got scammed. He's like, I got scammed. And he's like, 95% favorite. And then I'm like, oh, to win it? He's like, no, but I would have had a two to one chip lead. I'm like, two to one chip lead? That's far from over. He doubles up <laughs> through you the next hand, you're back to even. I've had eight to or one chip leads. The other way. I've had eight to one chip leads in fifth <laughs> yeah, second. Two to one. What are we talking about? Come here? on. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up, Landon. Grow up. Get We're a, all proud of you, but grow up. Get a fucking <laughs> job. Get a fucking job. Hey Nikki, thanks for this uh, hoodie here. This this, this yeah, tortoise, it looks good this on you. tortoise hoodie for the uh, the Secret Santa finally came in. It looks nice. Oh yeah, yeah, it does look nice. He's just mm. chilling. Look at him. He's in, in the sunset. <laughs> it is uh, basking in the glory of the very sun. Very meta, you know. Is, yeah, with, with like the tortoise shadow. Mm-hmm, I like it. Yeah. Like, I, I I'm gonna that. wear this way too it's much. It's him on his way to the jewel. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> riding off into the sunset that is the jewel. Yeah. Exactly. Glistening. Oh man, um, I guess a little less from the wait, accolade wait. side. What? Uh, our good friend Jeff Platt. Oh, how could yeah. I forget Platt? How oh, could yeah. you forget? Oh, yes. Another oh, yeah, congratulations right. to Platt. Yeah, he, he beat you in your. <laughs> he washed the fucking bet. He did wash the bet. At least it's a wash. I you don't have was, to pay him. I thought I was really sharp at the plus eleven. I turned the game off. What was the final score? Uh, I don't know. We didn't score. Like I think a it was garbage 30, touchdown, thirty-one seventeen. No. Damn. Damn. Had a shot. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, he won the bet off of me to wash and then got third in a Brigada event. Is that accurate? Uh, I thought it was. No, it's not the win. Win. The win. win. Oh, yeah. Right. Win. He's here. He's, He's here. here. Okay. He's here. Maybe he could be on the show with us. So, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I like maybe he's people. Maybe he could run the switcher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, easy just job. Just teach him a billion things. Sure. Easy in job. five minutes. Yeah. Uh, how those lower thirds go? So <laughs> <laughs> I gotta make sure I know how to get back to myself. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah. So third place for how much? Thirty thousand ish. Right. Something along those lines. Yeah. Those, those scores are nice. You know, they those really add up. Do they? Yeah. Tell me about it. Thirty thousand. I don't know about it. I'm just I could imagine if I had a few of them, how much it would add up. <laughs> Actually, I did have a couple this summer. A I had not, a, another notch in the no, belt of the old Hendon Bob. No, huh? I did. I had a thirty-five K score, and then I had a twenty-three K score. Let's go. You know, I've come to the conclusion that I only play any events during the World Series in order to keep my Hendon Bob like rel- yeah, like relevant exactly. mm-hmm. and and recent. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I want to have like one cash a year, right? So that I can keep climbing a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. I think once I get to the five million mark, I'm just gonna be like, you know what? It's been a good run. That seems pretty good. Yeah, you got second in that Daytona one last year. That was mm-hmm. I did beaten right. by a former Academy member. Yeah, I actually Charlie saw Campos. him at the Orleans the other day. Charlie, and, yeah, Charlie? yeah. He, I was playing. I saw him at South Point. He goes, he goes. Uh, I can't believe I called it South Point. I saw him at the Jewel, and he was <laughs> like, he, he's like. Wait, you, you play here? He's like, this is my little honeypot. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like, this place is great. A He's lot like, of the academy it. members here today, uh, <laughs> they, they play in two places. They play in Sacramento and they play at the at the Jewel. Who plays at the Jewel? Um, Ann was talking about playing at the Jewel. Oh, okay. And I thought one other person maybe. Hmm. Uh, I can't recall who else off the top of my head. Okay. But yeah, uh, we finished the academy well, today. Don't, don't teach them up too much if they're down there playing at the huh. Jewel. <laughs> There was like four people there from Sacramento. I was like, "Your games are about to get a lot yeah. fucking tougher." Right? You know, this is yeah. this is this is no joke. Yeah. Uh, on the on the I guess don't list is our friend of the show Rampage. Oh yeah. Ill advised young man. Uh, Godspeed. Wait, what? 
What a dream. Yeah. I didn't what lose 500000 until I was like 35. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money at those stakes. They're playing 2, 4, maybe 8. I think my biggest loss was 500K and mm -hmm. I was playing 1K, 2K, 4K. Seems reasonable. Uh, that's, that's, minus, yeah. That it, minus almost 500K. Crazy. Yeah. How much inflation would have to happen before Guapo had a 500K losing session? Uh, Bitcoin would have to be a million dollars. A little more than that. Maybe $10 million. Yeah, $10 what, million dollar Bitcoin. What did uh, Rampage's post say? There's $3,200 straddle from Rampage. There's a that I have to do. this is what I had queued up. Yeah, that's fine. So, uh, why, do you have any idea why the replayer is showing beneath the shot? Why the replayer is showing? Yeah. Oh, because my mouse was hovering over there. No, I think it's because I cropped... This is on me. All so right. Apparently, Poker Stars replayer is just going to sponsor today's show. Oh no! <laughs> I see. I see. Where, I, see I mean, it does saying. every time we're in the muck. So. Yeah. Um. His uh. The post. Yeah. The post was a little uh, sentimental about. Um, you get real reflective on a half million dollars. Yeah, dog swing, yeah. You know? Okay, you, I'll read it. Okay. It says, uh, hit rock bottom last night. To constantly teeter the fine line between winning a house or financial ruin takes an emotional toll, and it culminated into a disaster last night. I'm appreciative of the friends and support I have that reached out, but also apologetic to those who have risked their own money who bought action. For transparency's sake, I had a large majority myself last night, which totaled to $547,000 loss. It's silly. The house I live in costs less than that. I have a lot of learning and healing to do after last night, and maybe a break from poker would be wise i'm grateful for the opportunity i get i get to play at hcl for ridiculously large sums of money and a chance to entertain the poker audience on a regular basis hopefully i'll be back soon ready to fire like i always have been uh recently um i don't know if you saw that the lodge is doing a the lodge is doing a um golf uh golf fishing, poker fishing. Poker tour. so yeah. rampage uh tweeted that he's looking for a poker teammate and a fishing teammate <laughs> he's just gonna be golfing for a while that, that's, okay yeah. okay that seems fair yeah. yeah respect to the young man honestly like he has a tremendous amount of fight and a lot of gamble to him uh, i i mean it put some hair on my chest just seeing it to be quite mm -hmm. honest uh i'm glad that he's reflecting a bit maybe taking a step back it's tough because when you gamble that hard and that big, it can really shift your entire year, right? Like if you're not consistently playing those stakes and you have a half a million dollar downswing, it's yeah. really fucking hard to to reaccumulate that type of money. It's kind like, of brutal when like one or two sessions like makes or breaks your year. That's why three sessions. You know, I, I mean not to not to harp, but like that's why you sell to the stake that you're most commonly playing. Yeah. Right, like, right. I mostly play one two almost every single day. I've had opportunities like I got to play the WPT cash game mm -hmm. where it was basically three six twelve, and so, I sold down to it being two hundred four hundred yeah. to me, which is still, still larger than my yeah. normal stakes. But I'm right. only really taking double the risk, right? You know, yeah. So it's like I took six hundred k. If I get absolutely obliterated, I'm going to lose two hundred k. Yeah, that's double what my normal loss would be like right. I, I think my biggest loss in one two is like somewhere around like 140 150 so it's like it's shitty if it happens but you know i every 20 sessions or so am going through a 300k swing in one direction or the other so like we can rebuild right we can recoup yeah you lose 500k whenever you're only playing like maybe 500 hours of cash a year 300 hours of cash a year like i'm not sure he's even playing off of stream you know yeah it's like, so he's not playing not 
Yeah, that that's much. I, because like now the next time he plays two four eight, he's probably gonna have to sell a huge chunk, right? So instead of having like I don't know, maybe he had eighty percent of himself. Yeah, now yet. he wins five hundred k, and it's like yeah, you've recouped like twenty percent of your losses. Yeah. It, it's a it's a it's a tough business where gambling is equally rewarded as it is punished. And in the long run, obviously, uh, it's very important to be somewhat conservative and mindful of your future you. But God damn, do I respect the hell out of somebody who's just willing to tell that guy to fuck off mm-hmm. and just kind of get in it. the mix and be like, yeah, I'm going to have half my net worth up today. Yeah, let's go. What of it? Like, let's go. Here's case money. Let's, let's see well, how this goes. you're not married. You don't have kids. You're young. Like, that's the time to do it. That is the time to do it, for sure. Yeah. Um, the the pushback would be like what's the upside you know if you have a 400k score there yeah versus diluting yourself and having a 150k score does it really move the needle one way or the other it moves the adrenaline needle yeah, yeah. maybe that's what he's looking for yeah well <laughs> these kids these days they got like you know, you know such little dopamine in them mm-hmm. right uh, they gotta scroll like, through t- the tiktoks yeah, and they gotta scroll right. through the instagram reels these- they're searching for the dopamine in every single nook and cranny they could try to find it yeah these uh these 150k scores just don't don't do it they anymore. just don't do it yeah he's got like more rings than he has fingers on one hand <laughs> and they they don't all add he's up bored. To mm-hmm. well they don't all add up to the loss he just took exactly yeah. <laughs> but what happens when when it, it needs to be a million dollar swing one way or another to move the needle I can relate. Um, <laughs> you know, like from an adrenaline standpoint, that that's true. It does need to be like high six figures, low seven figures, something like that. But then you, at some point you just accept that like this is your career and you're not playing it for adrenaline. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, drive fast. Yeah. No, don't do that. Wear a helmet. Don't, like, don't, I, I, don't, don't do that. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know? That's bad advice. <laughs> what, drive fast? Or wear, wear a helmet. <laughs> drive recklessly. Okay. The tortoise is always going to tell you to slow down. I didn't say drive recklessly. I'm just saying drive fast. It sounded like you were saying drive recklessly. Well, maybe I've gone 128 and taken a picture of the speedometer. Maybe that's a little reckless. Yeah. I, don't know. I was in the car and I was terrified. <laughs> Sounds like a Pittsburgh person. The tortoise thing. is not used to going that fast. Uh, Pittsburgh's the greatest place on earth to live. Yeah. You want to come down here and you... <laughs> I would drive that fast just because it looks boring. It, it was not one. It was like, not one. I think it was 130 something. It might have been 130. It was maybe 130. It was do. pushing 140, and I thought we were going to. It pass. was straight. We were basically on a roller coaster. What if you blow a tire? Well, then we give one of these. I think we'd do a little bit more. <laughs> what if a cow jumps out in the middle oh, of the road? Yeah. <laughs> fucking guy. That's what I, that's what the cop said when he pulled me over. Yeah. You know there are cows out here. We didn't get pulled over for doing the 120. We, we got pulled, or whatever it was. We got pulled over for. This is a different time. Yeah, I was going like yeah. 45 in a, I think it was, in a 35 or something. Yeah. Hake behavior. It's like, this buddy, is... I was just going 160, 20 miles down the road back here. Uh, you you could have killed a cow. It's you like, guys aren't in the Midwest right. though, right? So like, do, right. do you guys have road beers? Road bears? Beers. Sodas? Road sodas? A road sodas? A road, yeah, sure. Yeah, call them road yeah, sodas. Road, sodas. Uh, road pops? I absolutely did not allow that in my I car. I mean, if I was driving, no, but like if people were... Like when we when we moved out here, it was like it was not a thing. Like when we first moved here, I think they had just changed the law. Like there used to be a law. There was no open container law in Las Vegas for the longest time. Really? Yeah. And then I they, thought that was federal. No, it, it, all all traffic laws are usually state. state. Yeah. yeah. And um and so like the. They just cha- had just changed the law, but nobody like abided by it and like go into cabs all the time. Even now, you can like kind of go into like a cab and they don't care. Like 
if you bring like you know you're on the, you're on the strip and you can walk anywhere around on the strip right, right? and uh so like people would just bring road sodas and that was just like a thing yeah but like back back home i would never do that because i knew like these small local cops are trying to get you for anything and like my granddad used dumb. to love drinking and driving well I, no I'm, I'm i mean i'm talking about was as a passenger i would never never do like drive no i know yeah, i, yeah, I yeah, never yeah. would let someone bring it in as a passenger either but like my granddad would love like would go fishing and he'd bring a cooler beer and he would just like so casually sip a paps on the way there yeah it's like mm-hmm. what are you doing man yeah <laughs> like he's drinking like it's a pepsi it's like what's the plan here <laughs> it's only a 10 minute drive down the road just right. wait till you get there <laughs> and it's like i get it you know in his mm-hmm. mind it's like well what's the likelihood that i'm getting pulled over yeah. while getting caught red hand and right. like, yeah fine i guess <laughs> But I was eight and I'm a law abiding citizen. So mm-hmm. like, what are you doing, man? Yeah. <laughs> My dad used to put it in a McDonald's cup and then, mm-hmm. but in front of me, like, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, you know, I knew what he was drinking and sure. then I'd be like, right, I, I learned that you're not supposed to drink and drive. And he's like, I'm not drinking and driving. I'm driving and drinking. <laughs> that was his go-to line. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Different times. Yeah. Different yeah. times. You know, you have a camera different crimes i don't I, like i'm scared though like i'm scared that like what if go. i what if it gets stuck on me and then i can't go back to you you know no. i had to, that's probably it, i think they would that. appreciate it more yeah, than yeah. watching us nod along to you talking uh, hey <laughs> 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 i had the in the muck queued up and i didn't want to like get screwed up and like accidentally switch the countdown clock nah, you're right. doing good you're doing right. Right. no you're doing great kid. thanks doing, guys oh my god positive great. reinforcement don't, i need that don't forget to like comment and subscribe oh god okay wait hold on yes uh, oh, yeah, so many bells and whistles. Like, could have just given to her... like, come oh, oh, come man, on. I was so man. close. I was so close. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why the lower third? I don't. It doesn't have a thing that makes me turn it off. Yeah, I don't the know. eye. It's the eye. No, it's not on there. Oh, that's a lie. You know it. Uh, I can't find it. <laughs> we all know how this all thing right, operates. I found it. There we all go. right. Uh, so, in honor of the academy and. Uh, the uh, episode that we put out yesterday for the podcast. We have an In the Muck segment that is right in line with the notion of pay. Fucking Berkey, man. He just tells me, just pay. Just Just pay. pay. So you know what? Fuck it. I said, I'm just going to pay. Yeah. I got to tell you, uh, we're really hyping this one up. If you had folded here, I think there's a really good chance we would have kicked you out. Probably. Yeah. That would have been, been the last yeah, in the muck. Like, you I cannot w- associate with this person. The irony is that like, you're not truly in the muck because of the hand. It, had you folded, I, you would have been in the, in the muck. muck. Yeah, maybe. You would have been in the muck well, for sure. I mean, I don't know. I probably should have folded. Okay, let's walk, walk us through it. Okay. Wait. Uh, maybe just like be enter a little bit, you know. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe we'll, yeah, yeah, just be we'll set it up a little bit. bit. Okay, yeah. so so I'm at the jewel. <laughs> we've been recently talking a lot about how mm-hmm. in low and mid stakes uh, right. situations arise where you have a hand that feels like it's top of range, but where your opponent shows some level of aggression, and you're mm-hmm. like, well, I don't care if it's the second nuts. How could it ever be good? Type of thing. Yeah. Uh, and now here we are. Okay, so here we are. We got an opener to. Uh, Let's see. So I think, believe it was the low jack probably open to eight small. This is very, that's a very small open. I decided to make it uh, 22. So I three raised to 22. He calls. And the flop, pretty flavorable flop. We get uh, 
overs in a flush draw. So I bet uh, I go with sixty percent here. I was I'm I'm I'm, I'm sometimes I'm a little unsure of the sizings in these three bet pots and on boards like this. Um, but I, I so I know I, I'm in my mind I'm thinking what do tens, jacks, queens, what do those kind of hands want to do? So you know I decided to go a little bit larger and I go sixty percent. He comes with a check raise of one thirty. Okay, so pretty pretty large check raise. Uh, I have way too much equity, obviously, to fold. So, and I don't I don't think jamming is um, really an option here. So I decided to call, and we get a pretty good turn card. This is two three. This is two three. Yes, You're pretty deep. Uh yeah, it's it's, it's two hundred buy in, two hundred big blind nice buy in. So I mean, it 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 plays relatively deep. Like at the Red Rock, which is very similar to the Jewel, like uh -huh. there's not usually that deep at the at the one two the one two. Oh, I oh. guess we don't have a two three. That's because you only fair. have a one two, and I think it's a hundred or two three hundred three hundred. So yeah. that's like the one two at the Jewel is the same thing. It's oh, one hundred fifty okay. big blinds, but then the two three plays way two three plays like a small two five. Game, okay, right? Yeah. So um, okay, so we get the Ace of Spades. So I have the Stone Nuts. Very very nice, right? And now he checks. Like okay, well. What do I want to do here? I decide to 2E, or what I think is 2E, and I go 100, which is about a third of the pot, and he hems and haws and calls. I'm like, oh my God, this guy just has his, like, he's a set. Every time, just don't pair the board, please, whatever to do. Like, he's got, like, nines or fives, right? So he calls River, of course, the deuce. Ah, all right, well, I don't know if, like, see what happens. And he just leads all in. I'm like, oh my God, this guy, like, here we are again. Like, he just, they, what could he have? Like, he just jams other flushes on the turn, right? Like, why wouldn't he not jam, like, queen, jack of spades, or, you know. Who cares? Pay. Yeah, doesn't matter. I'm getting laid such a good price, and I got the fucking nut flush. I go, all right, fine, pay. And I pay, and guess what he had? Two black eights, Burke. Two black eights. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. a good board for eights. He had two black eights. So the people that are listening, um, uh, the audio, um, the board was nine, five, deuce, two spades, turn ace of spades, river deuce of spades. I have... No, river deuce of diamonds. I'm sorry, river deuce of diamonds. I have the king and the ten of spades for the nut, flush on the, on the turn, and he has. He had two, a lot of optimism. Yeah, he had two red eights, or oh, two black, black eights, eights. Sorry, two black eights for uh, a pair of eights and a pair of deuces. Yeah, I don't think his line is a thing. We're kind of in Delulu land, mm -hmm. um, but I think the idea is something like having check raises on nine five deuce two spades. I think that's that's something. Yeah, using eights maybe not ideal, but at least choosing the one with the spade probably okay. Mm hmm. Uh, forced to check the ace of spade turn. I think your sizing there is really good. Thank you. Uh, probably just a fold there with the old. Eight. With his eights, yeah, yeah with the eight, old eights. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, the board pair river. I don't. This is what happens, man. People just merge. Yeah, triple you range know? merge. Did he so just like, like? Was he like panicked when he did that? When he shoved. Yeah, when he shoved. Like. He just. He just. Was I just, just would never expect like the the eights. board pairs the deuce and and I'm just like you know I'm I'm maybe he saw it in my face and I was just like God damn it you're shoving <laughs> for a third of the pot I know you were mad like, I'd be fist pumping there's just no concept listen of it's like the thing is is like I wasn't mad I I didn't want the board to pair because I thought he was very yeah set dense right and so like I mean and then he jams and I'm like well that's like you know. This doesn't seem like this would be a bluff. That'd be a weird, really weird bluff. 
but I'm getting laid so such a good price that it doesn't have to be a bluff very often, right? And and not just a bluff. Like maybe he does have small worse flushes. Maybe he has right. So like. There's there certain things that he has that, like, maybe he just has a... I don't think he can have a deuce, but maybe. Um, you never know. Uh, so, like, yeah, I guess... I, I you know, I, I, I'm just getting laid too good of a price, and my hand is way, 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 way up in so my range. So let's say he shoved for, so, like, a pot size. Would you have called? Probably not. I don't <gasps> know. Really? Like, like I, I was thinking that. I'm like, if, if he had, like, pot behind... Right, and he just shoves for five hundred, like just fucking call. I mean, I mean, the thing is, but the, if he had five hundred behind, he doesn't bluff. He doesn't bluff with eights. He doesn't risk it. He doesn't do it. Like very, it's, it's yeah, way less would, often. He would bet non all in, right? Yeah. And then I would. Probably I saw call. a hand today right. during the academy where uh, <clears throat> King Queen opened, got three bet by jacks. King Queen calls. It comes like nine five five. King Queen checks. Jacks bets probably too small. King Queen somehow peels, which is obviously not good. Turn is like a deuce. Check. Jack's bet's too small again. Mm -hmm. Like half potish, maybe slightly smaller. King Queen double floats, which again is not good. And then the river's a jack. And now King Queen's just like, fuck. I didn't really consider how I was going to win this pot without making a king or a queen. Mm -hmm. So just leads for like half pot. Yeah. And Jack's obviously rivers a full house, but yeah. it's just like, what hand would have gotten here from imposition that right. is now going to like bet, bet, fold to your lead? Like the out of flow play should just be a bluff so often. Right. And I think it is too. And, and, and they do, like, I, I've noticed that like bluffs do, when the bluffs come in, they, they're always bad sizings. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it, it's, yeah, they're breaking flow. Sizings are always bad uniformly across the board anyway. Um, but the desire to break flow is so driven by emotion, right? Like when you have the opportunity to just check and let the opposition bet for you when you have good hands or check and let the opposition check down when you have mediocre hands that you can potentially like just show down and win, the desire to bet just isn't ever really there. But when you have nothing and you know that if it goes check, check, you just lose mm -hmm. the desire to bet like goes through the roof. <clears throat> and so like people just spaz mm -hmm. where I, I saw it happen. Oh, man, it really is a common thing. Like the Academy footage for those of you guys out there watching that like want a real insight as to how low and small stakes games play. <laughs> the Academy footage is like just such a great um it's it's like such a great social experiment slash insight as and it's, to like it's free it is free, free just, it is free just sign up for the free roll access right. pass and That's you'll it. have access to seven years of academy footage um but like if you really watch it and come through it if, if you care enough to watch literally hundreds of hours of academy footage you'll see the same things consistently happening over and over and over again and what it always is is this emotional desire to win the pot Somebody will just break flow out of the blue. It happened in another spot today where somebody like check called on uh, maybe like a nine high board again. It was, it was something disconnect. So like maybe it was like Jack seven, five disconnect. And the turn is like the deuce of hearts bringing backdoor hearts. And the big blind that like peeled with backdoor equity, I think, and missed just 
leads. <laughs> on like the brickiest brick. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I know what it was. Uh, it was King Queen versus Ace King mm-hmm. in a three bet pot where King Queen check calls yeah. on like Jack five or Jack seven five rainbow. Mm-hmm. And then the turn Deuce of Hearts comes off and King Queen just leads. Right. It's like, the only hand that you're targeting is never going to believe well, you. It, it, in a way, it's it's. I mean, obviously that that's not good, but it's it's good that like they come and they want to fight for pots. Now they need to like f- like because they have the desire to win the pots, right? And fight there are for rules, pots. right? There are rules, <laughs> and but they need the guidance on how to go about fighting for pots in the right way. Yeah, first rule of Fight Club: don't break flow. <laughs> <laughs> like right, that that's just like. The the two the two major issues that I notice in in like small mid stakes that are just they they plague the entire pool, uh, and there's such an easy correction because you can just literally never do them and not lose mm-hmm. a shred of EV mm-hmm. to your overall strategy is cold calling three bets and breaking flow to lead. Yeah. If you never did either of those things, the EV to your strategy would never ever ever decrease. It would only go up. Yeah, because the the times that you're quote unquote theoretically allowed to do those things are so fucking infrequent and require such a deep knowledge of theory and ranges and, you know, how you're supposed to actually uh, construct in these particular spots that even the best are only doing these things at a very low frequency. And it's just to add a sliver of edge in a tough environment. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're playing Tritons, you need to figure out when you're allowed to check call and then find a donk lead on the turn. If you're playing Tritons, you need to figure out what formations allow you to like cold call the ace queen suited on the button because stacks are awkward and getting it in is bad type of thing. Right. But it's so rare. It's if you comb through the footage, you'll find like, you know, maybe a few dozen examples of this over thousands and thousands of hands mm-hmm. where it's like, if you watch three hours of the Academy, you'll see a dozen <laughs> examples of it over like a few dozen hands. Yeah. And it's just this innate, uh, I, I guess, reaction that occurs where you just don't know what to do, mm-hmm. but you have a certain impulse or desire yeah. that, you know, requires you to like fuck around and find out. So much of low and mid stakes is fucking around and finding out. People right. put so so much emphasis on like, oh, they always have it. It's like, yeah, that's because you're looking at your polar lines, mm-hmm. right? You're looking at the scenarios where like you got pretty thin in a polar line in a spot where if you're playing a theoretical only game, you should be able to get called by worse. Yeah. But you're playing in an environment where like it gets too tight too fast. Yeah. And you put them in a position where they can only have the. You're right? bucketing hands that in mm-hmm. your environment are only worth two streets into the three street yeah. game, right? It's like, okay, yeah, sure. Like you're probably getting torched in that arena because people just are scared. Yeah. Like when a polar action is countered by another polar action, then that other polar action is almost always nutted because they don't have the bluffs that they should have. Exactly. So it's like, yes, when we examine the game at that level, it's going to feel like it's way too tight and like you need to be folding the second Mm -hmm. nuts and blah, 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 blah. But you're just completely overlooking. Yeah. The other 90% of hands Mm -hmm. that are being played where people are just rocketing it off in every single note of the game tree. Yeah, look what happened in this hand. Right. With the eights. Right. It's, and it's, like, it's just, this is not and, surprising and to it's me like, at all. And it's like when you say just pay. Like, and like now this spot maybe is a little bit different. I am very, very high up in my range. Okay. Yep. And, uh, you know, and also it's, I'm getting like a super, super ridiculous price. So like, I, I, I don't even think 
I think there's a lot of people that maybe some people would fold this hand, but I, I don't think there's too many people that maybe would. Yeah, um, I mean, we maybe, look, maybe people are looking to fold, like just saying, like they just always have a full house and find the fold there. But like, I mean, this this is a, an extreme example of of that. We looked at this hand in Wizard, and <clears throat> uh, it's kind of Delulu land. Like the line just mm -hmm. doesn't really exist. I can't tell. I don't think this is actually set. Uh, maybe it is. Uh, can you click check for low jack? Oh, check for low jack? Yeah, that's good. And then what is Brian? Wait, you checked twice. I don't know what happened. Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, what what size does Brian have there? Uh, He's the cutoff. Yeah. Bet 5.8 or all in for 130. What percentage? Oh, 35%. Okay, yeah. So can you click the pencil? And then just change that to... Uh, change it to like... 11. 10 is the boot, yeah. On the flop? Yeah. Yeah. About 10 big lines, but that's fine. Okay, whatever. It's close enough. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, you can see that, like, Brian's betting here at a really high frequency, 72%. Obviously, King 10 of spades is going to be a high percentage of that. If he ch had chosen the smaller size, uh, like the solver had wanted 35%, then he basically could have range bet. Yeah. See, I, I knew I, I, I was kind of like, I, I was worried about my sizing on, like, on the, on the, there's you, three bet You pots. don't give up that yeah. much EV. It's just you're forced to check eights and sevens now, where like for 35%, you can bet those hands. Gotcha. Right. Okay. And now because you're so checking, like, because you're a, checking those, you have to check everything else. Right. Like some so frequency. like, I, I have a desire to want to bet a lot, obviously. Yeah. And, and, so when I have that desire to bet a lot, then I have to choose this. But size. again, it comes down to your construction. If you're not three betting sixes, sevens, and eights very often, mm -hmm. then the larger size will serve well, you. I am in there with the king ten. Yeah, but that yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you're betting or three betting. A lot right. of people miss the the small pair three bets. Mm -hmm. And even in theory, you can see they're only like 25% frequency. Exactly. So yeah. it's like if you eliminate like sixes through eights as three bets, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden the larger size isn't all that bad because you see the overpairs like want to go pure. Yeah. Like kings, queens, they just want to accumulate everything. The reason why Jackson tens mix is because he should have Jackson tens to call. Right, should, so like yeah. you don't want to get value cut kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, sizing's fine. You're not really giving anything up. You just okay. have to have uh, more more of a checking frequency. Gotcha. So you can go ahead and click through, uh, see what his response is supposed to be. I imagine when he raises, it's going to be a small raise size. Um. Uh, bet eleven. Okay. Yeah, click on bet, bet eleven. Oh, sorry. This mouse is for, really jumpy. First time. Yep. <laughs> no, that mouse is jumpy. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So it has him basically min raising. Um, which we have to change. So click the pencil again. Uh, and he raised to how many big blinds? Uh, 40. Yeah. So 40. Mm -hmm. Good. Firm. So his frequency is going to go down from like 25% to probably half that. Yeah. 12 and a half percent of the time. You can see that eights absolutely never raises, right? So right idea to have raises, but you can see that it's strictly derived from value hands and then hands that mix Raise, call, and fold. Like Wait, this ace, is queen. This is his response to my me making it Correct. 40. Which is why Brian months? thought okay. he had a set. Yeah. Because of set of nines. Right. You can see. So He's all supposed actions, to have those hands. Yeah. Right, all actions are going to be derived around your value, right? So right. nines, fives, and I guess he doesn't really have deuces. So nines and fives uh, are going to be what his raising range is centered around. He doesn't have any two pair on this texture. Uh, he has a little bit of overpairs in like queens. You can see jacks don't even want to check raise. Mm -hmm. And then the rest are just going to be like nut flush draws like ace 10, ace 7, 
Uh, and then like some backdoor draws, like ace queen off with the ace of spades, ace jack off with the ace of spades, that type of stuff. But really low frequency now because Brian bet so large that he's supposed to respond with a small yeah. race size and does. And then like the the, the sorry the player pool like you know they don't find they don't find a lot of that stuff up there right, right like the ace that, queen just doesn't exist right the ace queen doesn't exist and a lot of these things don't but like exist. They'll, they'll have jacks too often yeah they'll have yeah uh, for sure you know they'll have like their nut flush draws too often. Mm -hmm. Um, which obviously changes things whenever yeah. you turn the nuts. They're, they're just they're just really uh, concentrated to high equity hands. Agreed. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, yeah, you basically just want to catch them with like eight seven of spades. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, which you know is probably the only pure raise when it comes to the eight sevens. Okay, so we can click through whenever he chooses to raise. Brian's obviously going to have a pure call. I'm pretty confident in that. Uh, yeah. So king ten suited. You can see. All versions that are not spades fold, uh, the spades are going to purely call. Yeah. So we're going to continue through, find the ace of spades on the turn. Pink. Ace of spades. Did your heart like flutter when you saw the ace of spades <laughs> on the turn? It didn't flutter, but I was happy. Okay. I, I, will, I will admit that I was, I was like, well, that's a good card. Yeah. So this is where it gets a little bit interesting because now uh, pocket nines are just like supposed to purely continue. Um, it can mix between jam and block. Uh, with a sliver of checking, but like now his overpairs want to check. Obviously, he doesn't have any nut flushes anymore because uh, the, the ace, ace spades fell. Um, you know he has very little ace queen. It's only going to be ace queen with the queen of spades. Uh, very little ace jack. Only ace jack with the jack of spades. All of those are going to start playing check. So all of his one pair hands are going to start playing check. Whatever nine x he may possess, if any, is going to start playing check. Tens, mm -hmm. jacks, queens, they're all going to start playing check. And then to balance, like pocket fives are in there, right? Like so, it's it's exactly fives. Okay. That he should be checking for the right. sake of protection. Yeah. Um, but he does check his entire range at a really high frequency, mainly because it's the ace of spades. If it was like the queen of spades, would see a lot more small betting because he just has the ace of spades. In exactly. Uh, so we'll follow through here with the check. I think we're going to see Brian sizing to be pretty good. Is uh, bet 57% uh, or okay. all in? Okay, so it wants you to go a little bit larger here. I'm kind of surprised by that, but I guess the impetus of this is that your opponent doesn't really have flushes. So when he doesn't have flushes, now all of a sudden we get to start charging more to the range of hands that checks, which will be like top pair and a flush draw. Uh. Okay. Uh, sets that type of mm -hmm. stuff so basically it's like charging the equity on the turn to mm -hmm. set up for like you know a quarter pot on the river right type of thing but i think 2e serves you pretty well too because it's not that much smaller it's 35 yeah. versus mm -hmm. like 55 or whatever um the I mean, spr was like one at this point right or less uh yeah it looks like all in is what 90 percent uh 93 percent yeah yeah do you want me to change the uh, bet 55 to something smaller. Yeah, please, because yeah. it will affect. Yeah, so it's 33. Yeah, so uh, you could probably make it like 33. Yeah. Perfect. Look at you. We're solving. We're we solving, solving together, guys. We're just solving. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, yeah, so King 10 mixes between jam and small bet. Uh, you go for the small bet. He obviously should never even have pocket eights. We can look at pocket sixes because I guess it plays similarly to how he played it. It's a pure fold. Mm -hmm. So obviously now we're in Delulu land where he's just calling land. with a hand that just should never exist. Uh, all of his continues should be like queens plus with a spade. Um, and that's kind of like it. Like Jack's almost pure fold. Tens never exist in this node. 
Uh, queens are only calling if they have a spade. Everything else is going to be like top pair at this point with a backdoor or like ace four, which was a gutty. Uh, so go ahead and continue. Through he never a call. has kings because they just pure four bet pre. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Do some diamonds on the river. I imagine he'll have jams. Yeah, so we do see that he has jams, and it's mainly which is wild, right? Well, no, not really. It's mainly a byproduct of the SPR being so low. Well, it's it's his it's his hands. I thought he had exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So right. it's a, his full houses are right. jamming some frequency. Right. Uh, his eight seven, uh, the flush is jamming. I imagine, and then maybe mm -hmm. a little bit of eight seven bluff, but yeah. I doubt it. Look at all those fives. Right. Um. And yeah, it's basically just like flushes and, and sets. So you can see King Jack of Spades plays this way. Queen 10 of Spades plays this way. Uh, nines, fives. Um, and what I think is going to be a little surprising is our response to the jam. So you can go ahead and click jam. Uh, e jam. The, the low jack jams. Correct, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it's a little bit different this time. Um, I think because we got the sizings correct. Mm -hmm. So all the flushes call. Yeah. So if you go to like king nine of oh yeah, I guess that's why it mixes. because uh, it blocks full houses. So you can see all the full houses call, all of the flushes call. Um, and what becomes indifferent for us are our one pair hands. So our naked ace X are our single pair aces, which would be uh ace three exactly, mm -hmm. is now a fold. It's a pure fold, right? Um king nine, which is a single pair hand, it calls a small amount of the time because it blocks the full houses. Right, which is important. Yeah. Um, jacks and tens, they call a sliver of the time, mm -hmm. but like, you know, in practice, you should probably just purely fold them. However, like, we don't, you know, like, in practice, you may never bet them on the turn, right? It's just too thin. Mm -hmm. So it basically just results in him jamming into a range that doesn't fold. Yeah. In practice, right? So we're calling with 73 or 76% of our range. In practice, it might be pretty fucking close to 100%. Yeah. The only hand that you might bet for thin value on the turn as played is like ace three, right? Because if you bet ace nine on the turn or ace five, which you absolutely should, you're calling river. Yeah. Right? You just right. you just still win so much. Mm -hmm. And again, like that should delineate like, like how good more, of a price I almost you're feel getting. more comfortable with those hands because they block because I block what you I'm block afraid of. Houses, right. Yeah. But he should just always show you a flush. Yeah. Literally true. always. That's true, if you yeah. have ace nine, he should just yeah. always show you a flush. Right. But, you know, he'll just show up with black eight sometimes. Sometimes. And, like, you got to live with that. So, yeah. uh, what's the final verdict on the wizard? So we call? That wasn't what I meant. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you mean the, yeah, yeah. Well, Come on, I got wizard. this. I got this. Yeah, I got I'm waiting this. with bated breath, wizard. No, no, no. Yeah, the, yeah, you did a good job. And <laughs> yeah. The tortoise, I tortoise tell you. gets it right. Uh, God, I'm smooth. I'm so fucking smooth. You're so lucky to have me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I have to tell you. Uh, you should be about as proud of that wizard check mark as Nikki is getting it up <laughs> on the screen. <laughs> hey, I do. I, I have a question though, because because uh, yes. you're you're Neil put it on me. Okay, so like, um, <laughs> hey, subscribe nice. everybody. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, you were talking about how there's like a plague in the lower stakes community, blah blah, and the two like errors that you were talking about. I had a hand that happened. Very similar to what you're saying, or I think it is, and maybe okay. you could clarify if it's if I'm wrong. Okay. Um, what would you do here? Because a, some part of me is like 
fold like Brian would I mm-hmm. feel like Brian would have folded this spot and then the other part of me is like I'm top of range I gotta just you know pay it off okay so uh we're at two five at Aria and uh under the gun opens for 15 so three big blinds and then a maniac to my right who's been three betting everybody almost every hand he's like 60 percent v-pip he three bets the under the gun player we have ace king off mm. we cold four bet uh Good. so he he three bets to 65 mm-hmm. and i four bet to 180 okay. your, what position you're in, in position yeah, I'm in position. Okay, good. So I'm cut off and he's hijacked. You can even go smaller. Maybe. I, I think smaller, yeah. Probably, but... You're just yeah. too committed, right? It, like, yeah. turns your hand face up. 180? Well, are you doing... It's it with... less than three times the, his three bets. Yeah, Slightly. but it's like 30% of your stack. Mm-hmm. I'm 150. Oh, or you... I mean, I'm on 750, 750 so you... 150 big blinds. Both of you? No, he's like 300. He covers. Yeah, he's oh, like Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. size is good then. So then uh, the small blind cold calls my cold four bet. He's only got like, he's, he's got like, after he cold calls, he's got like 300 behind. So okay. he only had like uh, 80 big blinds yeah, in his yeah. stack. All right. So he cold calls that from the small blind. And then the under the gun folds and the three better and the hijack is kind of like, I don't know what to do here. So he just calls. He just calls to see. He just like wants to see flops, right? And uh, the board, so the board comes king, jack, three, rainbow. And the small blind just shoves. Yeah, you just pay. Just call, yeah. Yeah. What could he have? Aces or jacks some of the time, but like who cares? But does he really just jam jacks there? Probably not. No, they, they, yeah. Probably, I mean, yeah, if he has aces, aces he has maybe, aces. but like you block I, I just him. feel like people fuck around a lot whenever they see a maniac and then you putting in money versus the maniac. Yeah. That's yeah. just my thoughts, I guess. Okay, cool. Well, yeah, I call. I was like, I don't know what plays this way. I said this out loud too. I was like, I don't know what plays this way where you would like cold call a cold four bet out of position and then jam the flop. Just like aces. <laughs> I guess pocket kings bro he flopped top set okay yeah. that's King. insane <laughs> he just like yeah. <laughs> the game is gone no yeah. I, 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 I've seen not like that exact situation but I've also seen similar things like where they just flop top set and go nuts with it like 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 a situation like that where it's just like you have it all and you just like just overbet jam all, all in. Uh, like, yeah, I mean, in that particular spot, he's making a tremendous error because, like, I could see a reason for not wanting to jam, not wanting to jam aces pre, mm-hmm. right? Because, like, you just fold ace king. You you absolutely should just fold ace king to a, a cold five bet jam there. Um, but like with kings and all of the money that's out there, you're happy to get a fold. Yeah, like you're very happy to just jam and have ace king fold because it's really unlikely that it's gonna come king high. So you just don't make any money post-flop off of Ace-King, mm-hmm. and you just give them the ability to realize 30% of the equity, which is crazy. But people get this like mindset of, like, Kings is just as good as Aces when it comes to trapping, and it's just mm-hmm. simply not. No. You know? Like, if you have Queens there, you just muck. Like, this guy just goes nuts with the literal nuts, and you just have a hand that's just like, <laughs> I-, I thought you had Aces before the flop. Like, if you don't, then yeah, you got me beat now. you have Ace-King, it looks like you have Ace-King, Right, too. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, it's basically yeah. calling for a chop, because I'm like, I don't yeah. know but what I th- else. I actually think that's, like, quite reasonable, given the way the hand played yeah. and the price you're being laid. He should have yeah. Ace-King a lot. 
He's jamming for like less than pot. Jax was the only other thing I could think of, maybe. Yeah. But like well, even that, the fact that he jammed so kings strong. is like okay. <laughs> I so mean, strong. at this point, like whatever he could have anything. But like I had, think Brian's point is right. Like jamming Jax is insane. Yeah, I hadn't seen him play a lot of hands. He had just sat down within like the past couple orbits. I've known him though. He's a tournament player, so I like sure. so like I knew him. I just never seen him. He doesn't really play a lot of, a lot of cash, so mm. I didn't. I would have never guessed yeah. by this hand history. Yeah, <laughs> I, like I mean, the God, live poker is fucking great. I man. know, right? I actually was like, <laughs> wow, was like happy and sad uh, at the same time during this. this. I just had a bad night that night, but like, yeah. I paid off a lot of spots and then went home and was like, no, I was supposed to pay off those spots. So yeah. I guess yeah. like mm -hmm. I, even though I lost my ass, I was made the right decision. I get. I we talk about this a lot privately, I guess, and less so publicly. I get when you're in that specific scenario the urgency to want to fold and i think it's quite reasonable like you're not wrong right because at some point pots escalate to a degree where no one can have less than what they're representing it really narrows down yeah, yeah. right it's just really fucking hard to cold call 180 dollars and like not have <laughs> yeah. one of the three best hands right right but you flop a king so it's just like your hands are kind of tied. If it came 10 high and the guy jammed and you told me you called off, I'd be like, Nikki, right, right. what yeah. the fuck are you no, doing? No. <laughs> like, this guy obviously has a pair. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's pretty clear. And, like, if you told me he had aces here, I would be like, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right? But uh, when it comes king high and he just opened jams, yeah, it's really hard for him to have a bad hand. But also, like, people do dumb shit. Mm -hmm. If ever ace queen is going to play this way. Yeah. Was you it, know, this is the rainbow? situation. Yeah, rainbow. And, rainbow and it's like, it's less than the pot size of what he, like. Right, he, you're getting a yeah. price. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if you had folded here, I, at no point would I be like, oh my God, Nikki's in the muck. Like, it'd be like, whatever. These to me are situations where like, no money changes hands. Mm -hmm. You call and you lose. Yeah, physically $500 changed hands, but like EV wise, no money changed hands. Mm -hmm. You call and you win. Same thing. You know, because most of the time it's just going to be a gross misplay on their behalf, like where they trap Queens pre and then spaz post and just like open jam, right? So it's like whatever shit happens, it all comes out in the wash. That's never what I'm talking about. Like uh what we talk about privately that we don't really talk too much about on the podcast, but I think it's like worth mentioning is the times where people are actually too tight, where you can really start to make hero folds and you can give up on what feels like the top of your range are situations where your opposition went from playing the defensive node of the tree to polarizing, right? Because that shift is very unnatural. Mm -hmm. It's very unnatural for somebody to go from like calling a three bet pre and then like check raising for pot post. Yeah. Generally, that is relegated to a very tiny sliver of hands. Yeah, like calling three, like calling two streets post and then raising on the river. Yeah, like, right. Wait, what? These are extremely yeah. polarizing actions, right. right? Check raising an aggressor in a three bet pot, extremely polarizing. Check raising a river in small stakes. Well, actually, I did, extremely actually, actually, my hand in the, in the muck hand, I did get, uh, I did get check raised. In, in a, a three-bet three pot. pot. Right. And he, and, and he, but like and he did had that, you not yeah. had that much equity, right. you would have been petrified yeah. and probably folded. Right. If I had if I had like King Ten of Hearts, exactly. I just fold. You're never, and rightfully so, based yeah. off of the sizes and everything else, we saw yeah. King Ten of Hearts, pure fold, right. right? So it's like when your opposition responds in such a polar nature that of course 
we get to fold good hands because a true polarized range here is only going to have like a handful of value combos and even fewer bluff combos or equal or lesser amount of bluff combos. Mm -hmm. And generally speaking, the opposition that you're up against just don't find the bluffs. Like, yeah, now we get the hero fold. But guess what? That's like 5% of the fucking hands you play. Mm -hmm. They're just the most memorable ones because of shit like what you just described happening, yeah. right? Where it's like, oh my God, I saw the most obscene thing today. It went open under the gun. Lunatic who plays all the hands three bets. I have a premium and put in the cold <laughs> four. And then this crazy person cold calls and open jams after I make top pair top kicker. It's like, yeah, you fucking remember that hand because it's insane. Yeah, well, it had all the elements too because he broke flow, yeah. you know, like right. it's yeah. just a really weird flow. Yeah. And then also I had top of range and then also like, you know, it's just a weird, like should I that, exploit fold, exploit fold right. or whatever? That's the thing. When somebody who already has demonstrated they have a top range, then breaks flow, then <laughs> takes a polarizing action. Like, yeah, all of these things add up to like, Fuck you, I fold. Right? Like, mm -hmm. I'm just not giving you money. You're you're the idiot for playing the hand this way. Yeah, I'm not so, going to pay you off because you right, played like, it dumb. <laughs> you don't yeah. deserve this money. Right. You don't get my last just hundred. Just open fold yeah. the ace king. Just like, fuck you, I fold. You like, would have yeah. got my money. Right, just four right. aces face up. Like, fuck you, I fold. But it's like, you have to be, you have to be prepared to recognize that those spots are very, very few and far yeah. in between. They're not the spots that you commonly hear people bemoaning when it comes to the small stakes and saying, mm -hmm. like, quote, unquote, they always have it. Right. People are bemoaning the spots where it's like they value bet 50% on the river with King Jack on a King High board and get check called by King Queen. It's like, hashtag, they always have it. It's like, yeah, they always have it because they're too dumb to bet their own fucking top pair. Mm -hmm. right. They were just supposed to bet somewhere in the hand <laughs> and chose not to. Right. So it's like, yeah, you got a little value cut on the end. So fucking be it. If you're mm -hmm. not trying, you're not getting paid there either. But yeah. what you can take away and learn there is that if roles are reversed, you bet your fucking king queen yourself. Right. Because if you check, they're conditioned to say like, well, he would check king queen to me in this spot. So I'm not going to value cut myself. I'm going to check back king jack. Right. And now you lose all the value of the mm -hmm. times that you have the top pair dominated and you let them off the hook because now when they do bet, guess what? They have ace king. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You've let them have only ace king because you've selected your, your hand class as one that you devalued. You're saying like, oh, well, this isn't worth very much because they don't bluff enough and they don't bluff catch enough and yada, yada, yada. If I bet I'm only turning my hand to the ball. It's like, no, it's not that. It's all of your hands are worth one street less in an environment that's too tight when you're looking at your value lens. But all of your bluffs are worth one street more mm -hmm. than they otherwise would be in a normal environment because people are overfolding, mm -hmm. right? And that's the simplistic way of looking at it. Of course, it takes a lot more digging, but like the whole point is fuck live poker is so good right now <laughs> like man i don't yeah. know if it's the bitcoin bull run or <laughs> no. like no the, it really is or like the fact that like gto wizard is is like so freely available to everybody and you know everyone kind of just been like okay that's really cool that this whole thing exists but we've all collectively decided we don't fucking care. <laughs> we ain't changing. Let we're not going anywhere. We're going like, to use the wizard over here. Yeah. We're using the wizard and we're getting better. And the yeah. entire field is like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm going to pretend like I know what I'm doing because I've looked at Solve for Why and uh, I've listened to them walk through hand histories now and again. So like, I'm basically a solver. Mm -hmm. But the reality is no one fucking changes. Mm -hmm. They all play too passive. They're all too risk averse. And there's so much money in the live streets god i've never been more bullish on live than i am right now so 
make 2024 the year that everybody gets rich because 2025 <laughs> it might all be gone never know no 2025 bitcoin's really gonna be up then yeah so live poker gone no <laughs> well, gonna be up, li live poker trails it like like ethereum no we're all gonna be sitting <laughs> on our bag fucking eating cheetos and doing something productive for the world solve world peace or solve world hunger or something. there we go Solve world, world, world peace. peace. Yeah, <laughs> create world, world, world peace. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you want to carry us through the Twitter Tuesdays? Get us out of here. Yeah, I I don't know how to zoom in. It's just not doing it for me. So um, okay. you know, we're gonna just do it. The, you just, oh yeah, yes! you get the wizard. The wizard approves of this. <laughs> yeah. The says, says this is a good question. Unlock. Click, click I got the it. unlock. What? Uh, Click the unlock. Oh, there's an unlock. It's going to take longer. Let's just, it's going to take longer for you to explain it. Yeah, just you do this, it your this way. This low rent production. Oh, I, no, it's, yeah, yeah, wait. And Everything, now, everything's now in the unlocked. Preview, you can zoom. Everything's unlocked. Okay, so on the preview, you can click and drag. No, I can't. Mm. It won't let me. I'm just, I'm telling you right now, okay. it's not letting me do it. Okay. You know who's loving this more than anybody? Wapo. Yeah. yeah. 100%. <laughs> he's just like, you guys see how fucking hard my job is? No one's job security yep. is greater. Right. He's just like, man, he's going to come back. Everybody's going to appreciate him so Wizard much more. Said no. He said, already you did. cannot, you cannot <laughs> zoom here. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's like I taught you nothing. <laughs> you know how to do that. You know how to change the graphics. I know how to do all kinds of shit. It just cannot zoom. Okay, so what's the Twitter Tuesday? Like I've right. taught her nothing. We asked you on Twitter after yesterday's show. On our, and by the way, go follow our Twitter assholes. Only friends <laughs> underscore pod. We are kicking ass over there. Okay. Right. right. Uh, we said you get to change one rule in No Limit Texas Hold'em. What is it? And you said. No more short buying ever in cash games. A hundred big blind minimum. Run it once. Poker side had this right. I love it. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, okay, this one said, if you want to call the floor about a decision, you must deposit number of players minus one times big blinds to be paid to other players if you if your cryberry crybaby complaint doesn't change the action. <laughs> it does waste a lot of time in the game. Mm -hmm. All right. Joe says you aren't allowed to limp unless it's from small blind. I don't care how much EV it's costing me to not let bad players be bad. Just speed the game up. A lot of these rules are about speeding the game up. Yeah. Game can be slow. Kind of feeling like you guys are all live players. So that's mm -hmm. nice. All right. Paul Ornstein says, uh, players have to stack chips in 20 stacks and only 20 stacks. I would appreciate that. That's me a tournament too. thing. Cash. That Definitely 40 stacks. 40 stacks? Definitely 40 okay, stacks. Okay, 40 or 20. Games. Not yeah. like 30 or 35 or some random mm. shit people are doing. I'm like, yeah. how much money do you have? How the hell am I? It's hard enough trying to figure out like uh, geometric sizing, especially when I can't <laughs> fucking know how much they I have will say them. though, that was a telltale sign of a live being, a game being good. Like at that table that I was at, mm -hmm. half of the players were drinking. They didn't know how to put, the, they were supposed to put the big chips on the top. They had them yeah, all yeah. like backwards. Like when people don't stack it right, it kind of gives you a sign that like they don't play The thing cash. is like, stack it however you want. Just tell me what you have in front of you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have some stack awareness and like, yeah, let just, me be able to see. Yeah, like, yeah, how much you play it. It's fine. Yeah. But I'm they, a 40 stack if they guy. If they stack Going big, 50 stacks big stacks okay big, stacks. big stack mm -hmm. big bet Berkey. phallic aggressive uh patrick <laughs> muth says proof of wearing deodorant before sitting down yes. Agreed. shout out to all the euros <laughs> <laughs> wow uh string bets okay adds a whole new wrinkle mm, 
I'm not feeling that one. Angling, guys. Yeah. Let's do some angling. It's actually just going to slow the game down. Because now you have to wait to see if you you're being go, angled. Just one big blind at a time right. as I'm yeah. betting. <laughs> the guy's just looking at you like, is this enough yet? Yeah. What no? if you, where's your breaking point? What if you snap call the first one? Then they can't. Then the action's on you. They can't, you know? So they put up That's one. That's true. Yeah. And then it becomes angle game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Angle, angle, angle. Angle versus angle. Mm -hmm. Sounds oh. like how the Patriots play football. <laughs> oh. Bang, bang. Snap. At showdown, all hands must be exposed. No exception, says Brian Beno. I don't like that one. Yeah, I like I like the one I suggested instead, where it's uh, last aggressor has to We're show first. We're going to you. Oh wait. No, I I, I, I talked that. about it on the podcast. Okay, so. mm -hmm. last aggressor has to show first. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that too. Rule. I like yeah. that. Yeah, but I'm just from a curiosity standpoint, I wish that everyone had to show their hands. Yeah, we yeah, all but... know you, fucking curious cats. <laughs> I want do. to know. You want to know? Pay. No, <laughs> <laughs> I made it to showdown. I paid enough. <laughs> Uh, if you ask, Jam Basket says, if you ask for a table or seat change, you must take it when it's ready. No backing out. And Matt Berge says, just eliminate the seat change the, buttons. The, so at at the Jewel, that's a rule. When when you get a the once, Jewel, that's a rule. At the Jewel, they have rules, mm -hmm. and the rule is once you get a, a table change. I uh, actually, the seat change is not not a rule. So like when you get a seat change, you can wait till like the button passes. Say you want to take that seat, they'll let you. But like if you want, if you get a table change, you have to move immediately. Mm, I like that. Yeah, I like that too. Uh, yeah, I think the seat. I think the seat change button should be eliminated. Um, if if online got one thing right, it's that once you sit they into the game, you're there. Love they're they're they have four seat change buttons. So you get the fourth seat seat change. In Insane. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. They, they do have a one, a first, and a second seat change. Button. Insane. And they're always out. Somebody's got them. Of course, it's insane. Now it becomes a, a race for like having to barter to get the fucking seat change button. Like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, like oh, Joe's been here since noon. He's been hoarding that first seat change. Mm -hmm. Like fuck you, Joe. Mm -hmm. Stay in your goddamn seat. No one cares. Uh, I mean, this is the mm -hmm. thing about private games. Like seats never, ever, ever move. Right. Like you sit in a seat and you're just locked and we make it a rule that you absolutely cannot change. It's funny because I only move out of the one or the five. I hate the one and the five. Like I hate the four and the five. Yeah. I hate being the in the middle the of the table. The four is okay because it's, it's, you're, you're still. Well, you're playing 10-handed poker, so of course it's okay. I'm playing nine. I like the six. I, I like, yeah, I like six, seven, eight. I like, I, I can live with one and two, two and three two are and, great. Two and three, four seven and five and eight are the nut are the low. Like yeah. being one stuck in the middle of the table is the worst. Yeah. Ah, whatever. I can live with one. At least I have my own space. You can, that's, you, you don't, don't get your you own space. No, you don't have space. Oh, the okay, dealers you guys all... play fucking 10 handed. Yes. I, no, it's eight handed. I, you want to know what happens whenever a table is not squared up? The one and the nine are comfy. Yeah. Always. Right. Right. Because you you have you have like nine and eight and one and two almost yeah. to yourself. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. That's um, fine. That's fine. Yes. I wouldn't care. The middle though. of the table is the worst. But middle that being said, deal with it. If you get a four or five seat or a six seat or whatever, just fucking deal with it. Like we're not jockeying for position on the whale. We're not. not fucking, I don't do that. Uh, but I understand. I, 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 I would it. take. I take the end seat because I yeah, like. Yeah. Well, you, and you should because yeah. there's no rules against it. But we should yeah. just absolutely get rid of seat changes. Yeah. I mean, get rid of them. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out. Say get them out. How about table changes? Oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You want a table change? Nah, table you gotta, change. You gotta, it's a list, right? You gotta have a table change. 
get some really bad. Wow, look at you really feeling yourself over there. <laughs> I was yada, see, yada, what, yada. see what you guys got. Oh, you're just cooking, huh? Yeah, you start clicking cook. on all the all assets. All of a sudden, I'm Googling a DJ. Gifts. I'm a foot yeah. DJ. Okay, get us out of here. What do you say? All right. What do, What do you want me to do? Um, you want me to be me? You want, yeah. You want to You want to give the hey, outro? Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you coming on down and watching our show and listening. If you liked it, could you give us a like? Helps us out in the algorithm. That's Subscribe. Hit that bell so you're notified when we're live, which we are five days a week, Monday through Friday. Uh, we also we have the academy going on right now. You missed it. I'm not going to promo it, but I'm going to tell you that I, you, I'm going to FOMO it for you because you're not here and you should be. Should have should have thought that one through. Um, <laughs> what what else do I have to do for this outro? We're, uh, we're going to be back tomorrow. It's not Strat Chat Day because that was yesterday. Go right. catch up if you haven't already uh, seen it. They went over a lot of cool stuff that we kind of like talked about some of it today, but more like on a two five one three two three level yeah just cue that outro picture and then we're ready to roll okay well you know it takes a little bit of time but you know we're gonna we're, we're gonna get there anyway we love you uh go check out our twitter um let us know if you have an in the muck segment on discord or twitter and we'll see you tomorrow i won't be here maybe i'll be here but they'll see you tomorrow bye, bye peace team.